Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. This is Season 2, Episode 2, and if you saw from the title, it is called Heartbreak, and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into this kind of different episode for me, honestly, but one that I think is really, really important, and I just want to share with you guys some stuff that I have been going through recently, but more importantly, just the lessons that I've learned from it. So let's get started. So I'm doing the thing again where I'm recording myself on my phone for YouTube. Um, to be clear, nobody watches the YouTube video. Podcasts, you guys are very loyal. Um, nobody watches these, but I do them anyways. Okay. So let's just dive right in. So my boyfriend broke up with me. My boyfriend of a couple years, we were living together. And as you guys had probably heard like in earlier episodes, we moved in together when I moved here to Colorado, took a new job this year uh, or last year, I guess, and um, made that big step, made that commitment. And he broke up with me, and I guess it's like three weeks ago now. Um, I haven't really talked about it. I mean, I haven't talked at all about it on the podcast. I haven't podcasted at all. It's kind of been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, whirlwind. I hate when people say whirlwind. I I just did what I hate. It's whirlwind, by the way. W-H-R-I-L-W-I-N-D, in case you're wondering. It's a whirlwind. Okay. So I guess let's just start out. Like a lot of people ask what happened. Like, were you surprised? This seems so out of the blue. And if I'm being completely honest, and I want to have a lot of respect for my ex-boyfriend on here, so I really just want to talk about my experience. If I'm being honest, the actual breakup, like the the night that we were talking and then it kind of evolved into him being like, yeah, I don't want to be together. That was a surprise because like we weren't fighting. There wasn't like a big conflict. It was kind of a normal night and it was like a calm conversation that basically kind of spiraled and ended with him breaking up with me. Um, so in that sense, yes, I was surprised like we were having a nice day. In a larger sense, he had shown me so many times before that he didn't want to be with me, either quite literally explicitly telling me, and I'm just like ignoring it because I'm so in love and I, I want it to work so badly. So I kind of ignored that or even in other ways, like in inexplicit ways, you know, where maybe he would make a comment that wasn't like, hey, I want to leave you, but it was like very... um it was very clear in retrospect, like he was out. He was out on me. He didn't want to be in the relationship anymore. And I kind of missed those. And I also think I kind of intentionally ignored them because it's difficult, right? Like it's difficult when you see something that you love so much and something that you want so badly kind of like falling apart. And you just act like, First of all, you believe you can fix it. And I believed that wholeheartedly. I believed that I could mend whatever it was, like make him want to be with me. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen that are listening, you cannot make someone want to be with you. You cannot. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what happened. It, it wasn't a big fight. There were some larger kind of like fundamental differences between us that um, ultimately were kind of the reason that we 
broke up or he broke up with me, I guess. Um, And I have to be honest, I'm not just saying this now like, oh, well, yeah, me too. Because I definitely didn't want to break up, if I'm being honest. Like that was, first of all, I didn't do it. And even when it was happening, I was kind of like, are you sure? Like, can we make this work? Like I was definitely more inclined to make it work. But what I will say is in the past couple of weeks, not speaking to him, being away from him and really reflecting on the relationship, there were things that were problems for me that I chose to move on from because I thought that's what you did in a relationship. Like I thought you make compromises. I thought you work with each other. And um, so anyways, that's what happened. Okay. It's been a roller coaster of emotions since it happened. In the days immediately following, I was devastated. I cried every day. I probably hopefully won't cry during this podcast. I haven't cried in a few days about about it. Um, I cried every day. I felt sick to my stomach. I wasn't eating. I I was going to work. And that was one thing like, that was another emotion that was tied in is I started to get a little bit resentful, a little bit angry because as most of us and probably all of you listening, we don't have the luxury of just like breaking down, right? Like we have obligations, we have commitments and those don't just go away when something sad or shocking happens. And the way that it happened, it happened on, it happened at night and then the next morning my ex left on a business trip for several days, more than a week. And I was kind of upset, right? Like I was kind of like, okay, here I am alone in this home that doesn't feel like home. He's away, he's with friends, he's with family, he's distracted and I'm alone. And I have to get up at 2.15 in the morning and do my makeup and do my hair and go in and report and be on and be on TV and be friendly and be positive. And I choose to do those things because I like to be that way. I don't like to be a downer. I don't like to walk into a room and suck the energy out of it and be sad. So I choose to be that way. But that was another emotion, right? So I'm going through sadness. I have a little bit of resentment. I'm feeling a lot of rejection. Like I've never had a person that I was so in love with Well, I've never felt the way that I felt about my ex. I've never felt that way about anybody. Um, And so to have that person tell you no, like I don't want to be with you, it makes you, it makes you feel some type of way. It's amazing the way that other people can affect our emotions and other people can affect our sense of self and our confidence level. Um, but, you know, so it was a roller coaster of emotions and it was definitely a hard transition. If you've lived with a partner and broken up while living together, you know this. It's not just the emotional part. There's so many logistics that you don't feel like dealing with because you're heartbroken, you're sad. But like separating our stuff, finding an apartment and all of this, like while I'm working a fairly demanding job, um, it it was hard. Like it's lonely all of a sudden. I'm just alone and everyday activities aren't as fun and moving as stressful as it is. And I'm feeling confused and rejected and kind of unloved. Like, you know, what is this? And it, it, it makes you look back on everything and almost question it. Like how, how can I have so, let me just say this. Let me, let me be honest. 
I totally misread the situation. I believe this man was so in love with me. I believed he thought I was the most amazing person in the world. I was like, I tell my friends, my friends would complain to me about their boyfriends and I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, just wish you had, you know, your own little, I won't say his name, but you know, the guy's name. Like, I wish you had one of those. He's just the greatest. He's obsessed with me. He loves me. We love each other. Like, we're so supportive and solid. Like, truly, I misread the situation, guys. Like, I we were not on the same page. And that's something that I have to reflect on. I have to think about that for my next relationship. How did I get myself into a situation where I so... Because it, it takes two to tango, right? It goes both ways. Like, yes, you could say on the one hand, perhaps... Um, Perhaps he wasn't fully honest with me throughout the whole time of like where he was at. But also, I I missed a lot of signs looking back. I missed a lot of red flags that I should have been out of that relationship a while ago when he would say certain things that should have triggered in me. Oh, he doesn't want to be with you. He's not in this. Like he's not committed. He's not sure about you. He's not sure about the relationship. He's not sure about your future. And there's a balance, right? Because when you're young, you don't need a man that's going to propose to you the day he meets you. But after the amount of time that we had been dating and we were living together, there definitely should have been more of a clear understanding of where our future was headed. And there was on my end and there wasn't on his. And that should have been a sign to me that we were not on the same page. We did not feel the same way about each other. So there, there is that. But um, yeah, so I definitely misread the situation. I definitely thought this man was much more in love with me than he was. Um, but you know, it is what it is. People go through this. <clears throat> and I saw a quote, actually. I saw a quote on Instagram. Yeah, I'm one of those girls. I saw this quote on Instagram and it says, comfort is the enemy of growth. And I'm like, yes, yes, queen. Yes, it is. It is it, uncomfortable is an understatement, I feel, of what I've been going through over the past few weeks. But that comfortability of just being with that person, living in our home, going through our day-to-day life, like not feeling 100% secure and not feeling 100% loved, but like good enough. No way, that's not good enough. That is the enemy of growth and finding a relationship where, first of all, I'm not interested in dating right now. But so when I talk about this, it's very hypothetical, but finding a relationship where I do feel secure, I'm positive how he feels about me. I'm positive where he wants our future to go. I'm positive that one fight isn't going to break us up. Like, absolutely. Being just comfortable and good enough, it's just the absolute enemy of finding everything else that's better for you out there. And I will say And even early on, it's been emotionally very difficult, but even very early on in like the days following the breakup, I was very aware of the logical reasons why we were not a good fit. You know, the least of which is, or not the least of which is the fact that he just didn't want to be with me. Like you cannot make a person want to be with you. Don't be with a person that doesn't want you. Let them walk away. Let them go. Don't try and convince them because it's probably not going to work. And if it does work, they're going to end up resenting you. And 
it's it's not good. So first of all, he didn't want to be with me. So that's a great reason for me to move on, <laughs> first of all. Second of all, you know, I've just, I'm logically, my head and my heart just haven't quite caught up yet, right? Because in my head, I'm like, I'm going to be okay. This is better. Like, I have this wonderful life. I have so much to be grateful for. But my heart's like, he doesn't want you. He didn't think you were a fit partner. He didn't, he didn't want to spend his life with you. There was something about you, Riley, that isn't sufficient for this person. There's something about you that isn't desirable for this person. And that's really hard to deal with. Also, let's be real, ladies. Let's talk about it in a real, let's get real. It's hard to think about that person dating someone else and having that woman be the one that is everything to them, right? That's hard. That is so hard. And I don't even have an answer for that. But that is a very difficult thing to come to terms with, that that your ex-partner will eventually date someone that they think is sufficient in every way, is beautiful in every way, is lovable and desirable and all these things, and it wasn't you. That's tough. That is so tough. But here's what one of my best friends and my, my big, Jessie, um, she told me, because I told her that, I'm like, it's hard for, it's, it, it makes me want to throw up when I think about him being with someone else. And she's like, yes, I completely understand it, but just remember you're also going to be with someone else eventually who is everything for you and to you and just loves you 100% all the time. And so, yes, while my ex-boyfriend will eventually find a wife that he sees as much better fit than I was, I too will find a partner that is a much better fit than he was. And so you just, that, but that's a tough one, right? Like if we're being honest, that's a tough one for the ego, for me. And I, I think for a lot of people as well. So, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm just trying to focus on the positive. I am healthy. I have a job. I have a roof over my head. I have a place to live. And I have an amazingly, amazingly supportive family and friend group that has, shown up for me in ways that I never expected. Like you never want bad news to be the reason why like you realize that people love you or whatever. But I have been truly humbled by the support that I've received from my family and my friends. When I told my parents, hey, your yo sweet perfect daughter had her ass dumped this week. Can you help me please? My mom was on the first plane out here. She found an apartment. We moved together. She hired the movers. She got everything settled. She spent a week with me to just like decompress and obviously put the apartment together, but just like emotionally, like I told her, I'm like, can you please just spend time? Like I need the company right now. I can't just be alone with my thoughts right now. And she was here and we watched movies. We went for a hike. We went shopping, like just... It was so incredible to have that support. And you want to know what it taught me, you guys? And I I know not every family situation is the greatest. I know that. Like, I know there are people out there who are not close to their mom and dad or don't have a mom and dad or whatever. I know every situation is different. So I'm speaking generally here. But it taught me family is forever. Family are the 
They are the only people that you can 1000% count on because everyone else can come in and out of your life on their terms. But family is who's going to be there for you and support you. And I am so grateful to my family for being just loving and welcoming and forgiving because I'm not always the nicest, right, to them. And um, they didn't even want me moving in with my boyfriend. Uh Uh-oh, spoiler alert, I never mentioned that. They didn't think it was a good idea for my boyfriend and I to move in together. I was raised where, like, you don't really move in until you're engaged or married So like I'm coming to them with my tail between my legs like, hey, you were right. Like this didn't really work out. Can you please come pick up all the pieces and wipe my tears and make sure that I get a new coffee maker because I need to have coffee in the morning? Like and they were just like no questions asked, showed up and did it. And that was a really humbling experience. Um, And it just makes me so grateful and my friends as well. I mean, immediately, like I didn't want to come to work and immediately talk about the breakup, but I realized like my ex-boyfriend was a big topic of discussion for like me and my friends. So people are asking about him and like people want to know. And I had to tell people like, oh, we're actually not together anymore. He left me, blah, blah, blah. They are, were like bringing me gifts, writing me cards. Like, do you want to come stay at my house? Do you want to move in? Like, do you need this? Like, how can I help you? Like, just coming with me to shop for apartments. Like it was just like, again, like you don't want something bad to happen to you. But I was like, wow, like, and it's just a breakup, right? Like this is like a very common thing. Like people get dumped all the time, all the time. You know this thing? It was about my turn. It was about my turn to get dumped. I'm 25 years. Well, I've actually been dumped before. I'm not going to pretend like I haven't, but not, not in this way, not in like a serious relationship sort of a way. Um, People go through this all the time, but my friends were just there for me and I'm so grateful to them. So I really, I really appreciate it. And I'm just grateful. Like I'm just grateful for the life that I have. And I'm so excited to use this time to pivot, to refocus on what I want. And I'm not saying that I was a perfect girlfriend, but I can lay my head down at night and know in my bones that I gave 110% to that relationship. I tried every single day when my eyes would wake up, I was like, okay, obviously go to work, obviously do that, but like, what can I do to make my partner's day better? How can I make him feel loved and appreciated? And what can I what can I do for him to make him feel special? And how can I listen to him today? And how can I make his life better and his day better? I, I loved so hard and I don't regret that at all. I don't regret it at all because that's who I am. I, when I fall in love, it's, it's hard. It's real. It's, you know, it doesn't happen very often, but it's real. And I was in it and I don't regret that because I'm proud of myself for loving to my fullest capacity, and it wasn't his cup of tea, right? Speaking of, let me take a sip of tea. My mug says you are loved. My mom got it for me. Thanks, mom. So, yeah, I gave 110%, and I'm proud of that. And... 
I'm ready to get back and I'm ready to recalibrate my life and focus on everything that I want and the things that are really important to me. I listened to a book actually before my boyfriend broke up with me. I read this book and then I I actually read it again after he broke up with me. And it's Mallory Irvin. If you know her, she's a kind of like a YouTuber, influencer, whatever. She wrote a book. It's her memoir kind of. And um, there was a chapter in it where she talks about when she was broken up with by this boyfriend and it like crushed her. And she was like, I didn't see it coming. And like, I thought it, I thought it was over and all these things. And she, she talked about this amazing analogy about how when you make a photocopy of a, a picture in like a copy machine, right? It comes out a little bit grainier than the original photo. And then if you make a copy of that twice removed, it comes out a little bit grainier, three times removed, the picture gets distorted and a little bit grainier. And I'm ready to get back to my original copy of myself because in a relationship and I and I don't want to say like you shouldn't compromise and you shouldn't change because I think being in a healthy mature relationship is realizing that you're going to have to make sacrifices but some of the sacrifices that I was willing to make it got so far away from who I am from my original state and I ended up a bit of a photocopied version of myself a few times removed. And I'm so ready to get back to my passions, my values, my interests, what's important to me, my worldviews. And it's not like it was so crazy, like changed or whatever. I I won't exaggerate, but there's definitely things I'm sure all of us, when we get out of a relationship, we feel like, dang, I kinda, I kinda lost myself a little bit in that. Like I kind of like, I don't do that one thing that I used to do or or I do this new thing because my partner liked it, but like I don't really care to do it anymore and I'm just ready to get back to that state because I've spent so long, I've spent two years trying to trying to make another person happy and I mean, I would say successfully for a while, obviously not that successfully, but, you know, trying to make another person happy, I'm ready to just like do what I think is good and make myself happy and focus on myself and put myself in the best, best position for the rest of my life. And I want that for both of us too, for my ex, you know, I want him to be happy. I want him to be content in life and find happiness wherever that is, but that's not my job anymore. That's not my problem anymore. It's just me now. It's just what I want to do and what's good for me. And I think, you know, I'm one thing that a a good friend of mine said to me um, when he was hearing about this breakup, he said, "I, I hope this doesn't jade you I hope this doesn't make you because he's like you're so here's a little humble brag he's like Riley let me describe you you're amazing no but he was like you're so loving and you're so outgoing and you like want to see the best in people and you want to like help people and and I did all those things for my partner and he's like I hope that this doesn't jade you and make you gun shy to do those things again and I can say like while I don't have an interest in dating right now, I know that when I do again, 
I'm totally ready to give that level of love to a future partner. I'm totally willing to max it out the way that I did in this relationship. It's just, you know, it's going to be with a partner that gives it back and that feels the same way. And that's actually exciting, right? Like it's actually kind of exciting to think about like, I thought this relationship with my ex was so amazing. How amazing will it be when they actually feel the same way back, right? So I think that's exciting. And, you know, just what I would say to young women and young girls, because I was young when I met him um, and I was young when we started dating and I'm still young, but I'm, I'm becoming more and more of an adult. And I would just say, you know, be in a relationship where you're never in a position to betray yourself, where you never put yourself in a position or they never put you in a position to betray yourself and who you are and what you believe. And um, it's not good for either party. And also don't be a person that puts your partner in a position to betray themselves. Know who they are and love them, love them enough to say, you know, we're not a good match because I want you to be different but I, I respect you and I care about you too much to ask you to be different. And I think that that is such a powerful lesson that I'm learning coming out of this relationship. And I just want nothing but happiness and goodness for my ex-boyfriend. And I want him to, and I know he will. Listen, you guys, that another thing, if we're just being totally real, it's hard to be so upset over a breakup and and watch your partner be mildly upset for like two days. Do you know what I mean? Like that's hard. And I don't know who else has been in that position, but for me, I was devastated and I was heartbroken. And my partner, my ex-boyfriend seemed to be pretty okay. And of course that makes some sense because he's the one that ended it. And I, I do think guys, if we're being honest, I do think guys can kind of emotionally check out of relationships a lot sooner than they verbally will check out, like actually end the relationship. And so I do think it's sometimes easier for them, especially when they end it. But, um, that was hard. That was hard to see him kind of be okay. But my, my point is, is that I know he will be okay because quite frankly, he is okay. (laughs) Um, And I want that for him. I want him to have love and happiness. And I hope that his future wife gives him all of the positives that he thought that I brought to the table and then fills in every gap that he felt that I had. Because everybody deserves to have someone that makes the relationship easy and makes loving the person easy and make seeing a future with that person easy. And I want that for myself too. I I want to find a partner where it just doesn't even feel like work. And obviously like, and my big said this too. My big was like, marriage is work. She's married and I respect her marriage a lot. They have an amazing marriage. Um, my, my big and her husband. And, um, she's like, it's work. Like every day it's work to choose that person. But when you agree on all the big stuff, there's almost nothing else that you fight about. So like, it's not just hard. It's not just like an uphill battle. Like you're getting along and you're loving each other and you're enjoying each other. And I'm just excited for that. And while I keep saying this, while I'm not looking to date right now, um, I'm just excited for the, for the, 
not even the possibility, but the reality that I know is going to happen for me when I do find that partner. And I'm just excited to live my life in the meantime. I'm excited to work hard and help others and volunteer and continue to podcast and see my friends and and spend time with people that bring me joy um, and that make me a better person. And I'm just excited to learn from this experience because I think that heartbreak, um, you know, I... I didn't want to make this like a sad podcast, but of course, like I'll be honest, it has been, it has been really hard. Like emotionally, it's the toughest thing that I've gone through. And, um, but then again, like how lucky am I that, that a breakup is the toughest thing I've gone through, right? Like I know how lucky I am. Uh, I know what a blessing that is, but it has been very, very difficult but I'm just choosing to focus on the positives of it. And my ex-boyfriend taught me so much and we had a lot of good memories together, a lot of good times. And I have a lot of respect for him and his and his family. And I think that he has um, a lot of wonderful qualities that I'll be seeking out in a future partner and a lot of qualities that were not a good match for me. And so I'm just looking forward to everything that the future has. And I'm just excited to just turn my focus and my energy outward and just help others where I can and focus on others because my mom gave me this advice when I was little and it's so true. Like when you start thinking about others and turning your attention outwards, you become a lot less obsessed with your own problems and a lot less obsessed with your own life. And I'm ready to just focus on the positive and help people and just be the best person that I can because I'm not going to let this breakup, you know, derail my personality, derail my career, derail my life. I'm just going to keep keep it moving, keep it pushing and just know that There's a lot worse things that can happen. There are a lot worse things that do happen to people. There are a lot worse things going on in the world. And I'm just grateful to be healthy and happy, getting getting happy, um, and just have family and friends around me that love and support me. So in a lot of ways, I, I couldn't be any luckier. So I'm very, very thankful. Okay. That's what I have to say. So if you're heartbroken, I'm here with you. I feel it. Sometimes it sucks when you wake up and you open your eyes and you immediately are hit with like the reminder and the realization that you got broken up with and you're heartbroken. That's real. It's real to be driving in your car and see memories and and feel things and feel rejection. It's all so normal and that only heals with time. I think, Um, but you're going to be okay and you're going to be better for it and you should thank God for taking that person out of your life that didn't want to be in it and that's okay. Like it's not a crime to not want to be with me. It's not a crime to not like me. It's not a crime 
to want to break up. None of that. It, it's all fine. It's all part of life. Everyone has the right to choose who they want to be with. So that's okay. But we have to we have to deal with that. We have to take it. And you have to accept it. And you have to move on. And we're just, we're out here trying to live life and build our lives. And part of building our lives is accepting what we cannot change and what we should not want to change. You should not want to make somebody want to be with you because you're amazing and you have a lot of amazing qualities to offer people. And someday someone is going to see that in you and appreciate it and recognize it and never, ever, ever want to let it go. That's going to happen someday. And so I just love you all. And if you're struggling with a heartbreak, I'm, I love you and I'm here for you. And if you want to come on the podcast and chat about it, shoot me a DM on Instagram. (laughs) Um, But I love you guys all so much. And thank you for listening. And thank you for continuing to be supportive. Literally, we're coming up on, what is it, like three years of the podcast now. Um, And I just feel like I've really built a connection with you guys. and, And I love you and I love your support and I appreciate it. And if you have a story similar to this or not similar or whatever your breakup story is and you want to share it, I would be more than excited to have you on and discuss that with you. Okay. I love you all. Have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever you're doing. And I will see you next time on The Life of Riley.